I'm Scott Aniel, and you're listening to Songs of Zion, Brief Reflections on Hymns to the Living God. One of Isaac Watts's most well-known hymns is the hymn, Jesus Shall Reign, a hymn about the advent of Christ. But a question is often raised concerning this hymn. To which advent does the hymn refer? Watts based this hymn on Psalm 72, a song for Solomon, as the superscription indicates. That psalm is a royal psalm praying for the successful rule of David's descendants. The psalm prophesies the global extent of that rule one day in the future, when one of his descendants shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth. This descendant will have ultimate victory over all of his enemies. He shall spare the poor and needy, and daily shall he be praised. The question becomes, to which coming does this particular messianic psalm and Isaac Watts's interpretation of the psalm refer? Since the original psalm itself does not clearly indicate the exact timing of its prophecy, such interpretations of the psalm are based on other hermeneutical principles, and thus Watts's hymn version of this psalm will shed some light on his view of which advent this psalm addresses. While much of his setting utilizes almost the exact language and phraseology of the original psalm, and therefore gives no clear indication as to when he believes these events to take place, two phrases in particular that are not in the original psalm, but appear in the hymn, may offer some clues. First, Watts says in his fourth stanza that, His name like sweet perfume shall rise with every morning sacrifice. This reference to a morning sacrifice occurs nowhere in the original psalm, so it is clearly an interpretive addition by the author. The fact that there are no sacrifices today during the church age seems to indicate that Watts did not see the events of Psalm 72 as taking place during this age. He may have considered the psalm to take place entirely in the time of its writing, but three factors indicate otherwise. The most obvious is that he makes Jesus the subject of his interpretation in the hymn. But second, Watts specifically cited royal psalms in his preface of Psalms of David Imitated as those that had little profitability for Christians. If he saw this psalm, Psalm 72, as only a reference to a king of Israel, it seems unlikely he would have rendered it as literally as he did. And then the third indication that Watts did not understand the psalm as relating only to a king in ancient Israel is the other phrase he uses that was not in the original psalm. In stanza 7, he says, Where he displays his healing power, death and the curse are known no more. Again, the original psalm itself says nothing of healing, death, or the curse, which leads to a belief that Watts had Jesus, the ultimate descendant of David, in mind here. Yet, this language proclaiming the end of death and the end of the curse is certainly not true of the current church age. So Watts very likely interpreted the meaning of Psalm 72 to be a future time when Christ would literally reign over all the earth and be praised with every morning sacrifice, as prophesied in Ezekiel 46. You can download this wonderful Advent hymn anticipating the second coming of Christ at classichymns.org. 